Welcome back to the Silver Screen Fiends podcast. I'm your host, Sam. I'm coming at you with another edition of Silver Screen Shorts. I apologize in advance because I'm about to reluctantly discuss Leprechaun 4 in space. Yes, the critically revered Leprechaun 4. When I was doing research for my Ghoulathon watch list, I knew I had to fill the gaps with something. And man, when I came across this title, score right on the fucking list. So... I'm going to just start all this by saying I kind of liked it. It it's it's not a good movie, but I kind of liked it. <laughs> Can't even trip. So, the Leprechaun series for those that don't know is a series of movies that star this leprechaun named Lubdam. I'm pretty sure he's the same leprechaun in all the movies and he's played by Warwick Davis who actually has quite a filmography under his belt. Uh, he's been in Ewok and Star Wars. He's played one of the professors in Harry Potter. And his portrayal of a mischievous, evil, conniving, sadistic, chauvinistic leprechaun is actually great. It's a lot of fun. And I really, I really, really I like him as an actor. So Leprechaun 4 came out in, it's kind of like the cusp of 96, 97 and it was directed by Brian Trenchard Smith, who, other than the third Leprechaun, I literally have not heard of one of the movies that he's directed. I, and I'm not really shocked because he was tasked with directing the fourth Leprechaun. So the movie starts out way in the future, close to the year 3000, I believe. And it opens up with the Leprechaun talking to this alien princess woman named Zarina. And he wants to be a king. This is the goal of this movie. He wants to be a king. He wants to rule. And he knows that he could maybe coax a princess into wedding him so he can achieve this. And she's really not about it at first as he's trying to court her. And then he pulls out. Well, actually, he doesn't pull it out. He just makes it appear on a table, a bunch of gold and jewels. And that's, of course, when she becomes enticed and engrossed at the thought of wedding him. And they make a deal that they're going to get married. But they both plan on killing each other <laughs> on their wedding night, which I, which I think is great because it's not really a subplot that's drilled into your head throughout the movie, but it is something to make note of uh, because... The, they have pretty funny interactions throughout the movie. Um, like she'll make a comment and he'll be like, ah, well, you're, you're ugly anyway. And you got a blemish right here and he'll touch her face and then she'll like break out into pimples and shit. And, <laughs> and so their banter is pretty great. So what ends up happening is there's this group of space Marines who uh, end up here and they're, basically tasked with killing this leprechaun because he's interfering with a mining operation. And uh and then the the leprechaun of course uh as a tribute to Star Wars <laughs> pulls out a lightsaber which it would which is uh which is kind of a, a nice homage twofold because it's it's a space movie so they they're making fun of Star Wars but also he star he was a character in Star Wars. So he chops off the legs of one of the Marines with this lightsaber. 
And then one of the other Marines throws a grenade at him and he ends up dying. And so the Marine Kowalski ends up pissing on the leprechaun's body. While this happens, Love Dan's spirit is going right up his pee stream like one of those scary fish that you learned about 10 years ago. So they see Zarina and they rescue her and try to bring her back to her homeworld whenever they're done with the mission at hand in order to establish positive diplomatic relations, which is so crazily out of place considering the personalities of these Marines. I mean, they're straight up a caricature of just 80s goons. I, I, of course, the mission at hand is serve. So there, there is kind of this level of loyalty they adhere to. Um, but the head of the Marines is is a uh, is this guy named Metalhead, who you find out way later in the movie is a cyborg, and he's just like total Giga Chad. But you see that in the ship that they're on, there's this evil doctor Mittenhand played by Guy Siner, who does an amazing caricature of this stereotypical German mad doctor. And his performance is probably my favorite in the whole movie next to Warwick's. And he's this cyborg dude who initially hides behind this screen. He's basically, it's like the Wizard of Oz. He's got this big monitor and you see his head the whole time. Um, and he has this plot to extract the DNA from this princess woman's arena in order to regenerate his own body because he reveals that he is a cyborg due to a failed experiment. And he actually makes reference to Wizard of Oz, you know, calling himself the wizard. And so he wants to use Serena's DNA to rebuild and reconstruct his own body and make it bigger and better than it was before. And so uh, the Marines are partying in this weird part of the ship and because the doctor does not want them to leave. He wants to keep them under contract to kill the leprechaun and make sure he can extract the DNA uh, in a safe and sound manner. And then there's a scene where they're, they're partying in this club and Kowalski and one other woman are outside. They're getting hot and heavy. And as Kowalski starts to get aroused, he notices that there's a excruciating pain in his penis. And... <laughs> And you find out that it's it's the leprechaun trying to get out, and he bursts from his dick, and it's kind of the end of Kowalski after that. Um, and then basically the whole next half of the movie is the leprechaun outsmarting the Marines, killing a bunch of them, and the kills are nothing like over the top in this one. Uh, well. <laughs> I say they're not over the top. They they are, but it, they're just like they're tame. They're not really anything uh crazy gore like, but that's not the point of these movies. They're it's it's a black comedy horror, you know. So um like there's one death where <laughs> it's this one's not even with the Marines. It's uh later in the movie, there's this assistant to Dr. Mittenhand whose name escapes me. 
And I can't imagine why. And the, the whole time he's playing teacher's pad, he's up his ass. Mitten hand a couple times is like, can you stop? So the leprechaun ends up going into the lab and the servant's there. And the leprechaun takes this tray, this big platter that has a bunch of flasks and beakers on it. And he's, he's flings it at this guy and his fucking face becomes pancaked and, and that's the end of him. Uh, and then there's this other death scene where this this marine faces off with him on a bridge and she shoots him and he, he, supposedly he dies, but he, he doesn't. He's actually not dead. And so she ends up clinging on to the bridge for dear life and he's playing like this little piggy with her and trying to slam his shillelagh into her fingers and then she drops down and fucking dies. And this piggy <laughs> but um so yeah I mean like the the kill count isn't massive nor impressive in this movie but I think it's enough to kind of keep you entertained. So this this ends up being like most of the movie. Uh, Leprechaun just faces off against a bunch of Marines and and keeps running and rinse and repeat. So eventually, the Leprechaun catches up to Mittenhand and he rescues Zarina. And the Leprechaun decides to take the DNA from Zarina and put it in a blender alongside a tarantula and a scorpion and inject this concoction into Mittenhand's head, which I thought at first was just going to be him dying, right? Like you just take this lethal dose of whatever the fuck he just blended up and that's it. But it turns out that it turns the doctor into a spider who he refers to himself as Dr. Mitten Spider, I mean, fantastic, fantastic choice name there. And before he turns full spider, he initiates a self-destruct sequence on the ship. <laughs> and uh, this is where things get very, very ridiculous. I, I know, I know, of course, they were not before, right? Um, But so there's this subplot. They try to, like, shoehorn this subplot of romance between two of the Marines. Well, one is a Marine, books, and the other is uh, the ship's bio officer, Tina. And they try to, like, force this romance plot in there, which is, like, so stupid. But <clears throat> what ends up happening is after a bunch of them are dead and the self-destruct sequence starts going off, uh, Styx, one, one of the other... Marines goes into the helm of the ship and he and he's trying to stop the sequence and he realizes that there's a, a password prompt but before he can even start doing anything uh sticks ends up getting caught in a in a giant web by the spider and the design on mitten spider is just <laughs> top notch love it so Meanwhile, while the self-destruct sequence is going on, there's this there's this face-off with the leprechaun and and the other officers. And he <laughs> and when they're in the cargo bay, 
I believe it was Tina accidentally shoots him <laughs> with an experimental growth ray that Mittenhand had. They, you know, I guess they thought it was a gun or whatever, and the leprechaun grows huge in stature, and you could actually see him uh, right there in the in the blurred background. <laughs> And of course, it's like, well, he was already a threat conjuring up random shit with his thoughts and his fingers and shooting out fire and killing everyone. And now he's fucking giant during a self-destruct sequence. I mean, what what do you do with that now? So um, now that this happens, uh, they're trying to figure out, like, how the hell they're going to beat him. And uh, eventually... Books ends up opening up the the airlock of, of the cargo bay, and the leprechaun ends up just shooting out and eventually exploding. And meanwhile, Tina uh, escapes the bridge and sees that Styx is stuck, and she takes this liquid nitrogen gun and ends up freezing mitten spider and ultimately shattering him and also freeing sticks at the same time and after this uh books eventually meets up with tina and sticks and it's like 30 seconds until the ship's gonna blow up and they're trying to guess the password and on uh, typical cheesy fashion they get to the last second where they discover that it's wizard because the doctor previously had referred to himself as the wizard from Wizard of Oz. And so that shuts off the self-destruct sequence. And then, of course, Books and Tina kiss. Because why not? And <laughs> Styx looks out the window and sees the leprechaun giving the fuck you finger. And, and then that's the end of the movie. There's really so much silliness wrapped up in this project that... I really can't help but like it. It's it's obviously it sucks, right? It's but there's so many stupid funny scenes. Like there's this part where Dr. Metalhead is under uh the leprechaun spell. And Metalhead is going along with all of his orders like he's a private and the leprechaun's the sergeant. And eventually there's a scene where Back at the, the club nightlife area, wherever they were in the ship earlier in the movie, uh, Leprechaun plays this song, and, and Metalhead comes out dressed like a woman, and it, it's this whole silly dance-slash-fight sequence with him and the Marines, and it, it's, it's so... It is... It, this is such a choreographed... Can't be cinematic experience. I would not recommend this to anyone, but I would say I found pretty good enjoyment in it. And it makes me want to watch the rest of the series because I, I know for sure there's no continuity. And that's and that's the reason I wanted to just jump to this one. Because it's like, yeah, I want to see this fucking leprechaun in space and I want to see him conjure up handcuffs out of nowhere and trap marines against grates and tubes and shoot fire out of his fingertips and talk back to to this alien princess. It really is a phenomenon. <laughs> That's all I'll say. And I'm not really sure I, why I recorded this video. 
It, uh, there really was no point to this. That it's stupid. It, it exists in a blip of time of shitty film, and I'm glad I got to experience it though. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call it here. This has been Sam with the Silver Screen Fiends podcast. Silver Screen shirts, whatever. Happy Halloween. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> and-